Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good afternoon, my friend. Nice to see you. It's been a little while. Uh, how you doing? How are things up there? Or should I say down there in Los Angeles since I'm in an undisclosed location? Yeah, you're, you. you're still on your worldwide uh, road trip. It's <laughs> hard am. to even identify. I need an Excel spreadsheet to figure out where he's out now. Exactly. It's ending Monday, so I'll be home Monday. Thank Should we you. even say, is he even in this country? Ooh. Yeah, another country, Dave. Another country. Let's put it this way. It's another country where we have listeners. That's good. So we have <laughs> That's a good start. We have listeners <laughs> in 11 countries, so this is one of them. I'm, I'm, out on a, I'm, on a, I'm on a book tour, Dave. I'm checking out good. the listeners. I'm talking to the people. I'm getting the intel. I'm finding out what's going on. It, it's a, it's your, these are books that you read, not write. Right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, hey, we hope, every, hope everybody's doing well out there. Um, um, and thank you for checking us out. Hey, we were recording this on the 23rd of April, 2023. Um, what was it, 50 years ago? They started that Earth Day thing that was yesterday. Earth Day, yeah, exactly. And yeah, so, uh, you know, we usually start off with some heavy, heavy, heavy stories right away. We have a couple of light ones. We're just going to rat a tad off because so much has been going on and we haven't, we've missed uh, the last few days of our last podcast. Can we just start, can we just hang up there quickly on Earth oh. Day for one second? Because it was actually my wife's birthday yesterday, and it, which coincides with Earth Day. So I did a little checking on the Earth Day thing. So, you know, it's all very global and, you know, eco and climate and save the world and whatever. But apparently Earth Day only started like 50 years ago. Yeah, right? 50 so, years, right, right. So I guess there was no Earth before that, right? It was just, it's only in the no. last 50 years we had to worry about the climate. And the, and the problem, anytime you hear the newscast, within seconds, you can almost count it down to it. You're going to hear climate change. 100%. And it's going to be the propaganda. Because, and of course, if you're not, if you don't believe in climate change, you must hate the earth. Yeah. The, other thing I, the other thing I just, I know you're getting out of your story today, but like the other thing I just noticed on this travel, this world tour that I'm on to, to come and talk to our, our listeners is if you put the word crisis behind anything you say, it really sounds like there's a big problem in the yeah. world. So just think about it, right? Climate, sure. crisis. Homelessness, crisis. Budget, Crisis. Like, just put the word crisis, but and then the, the, it's up on the news and the That's their playbook, that. though, isn't it? I know it's the Sololinsky playbook, dude. Radicals 101, right? It's just classic. We could say, hey, there's a Burger King crisis. There's not enough Whoppers going on. It's a Absolutely. crisis. Yeah, I'm having, <laughs> I'm having a, I'm having a candy crisis right now. I got to get some candy. Your blood sugar levels running low. Um, hey, we're going to do some some quickie stories. Let me get your. Uh, there's so much been going on. Hey, yeah. uh, famous Hollywood actor Alec Baldwin, Baldwin. free of charges. Yes. So who says crime doesn't pay? <laughs> uh, so here, here, here's this, uh, uh, you know, he's only famous the last few years from doing a really bad Trump impression on Saturday Night Live, of course. Right. I used to like his old acting uh, roles, yeah. to tell you the truth. Um, but here he shoots a, a woman point blank because he's a careless SOB. Uh, no, he's a very unlikable fellow. And oh, charges are gone. And now he's back on the set re re resuming filming. No, I know. It's crazy, dude. I, I was reading about it, and uh, I guess I got kind of two takes on it. As much as I despise him and really wish he was charged, um, I, you know, as you know, I'm a very big Second Amendment guy and, and uh, love shooting and stuff and uh, for target practice and whatnot. And, and so I was talking to a lot of my friends in that community, and they actually said that if you really look at it carefully, the culpability really does belong to that prop master dude, right? Sure. So the He's guy number who, one, yeah. So number you, you know this, Dave, because you work in movies and TV and all the rest of it, Hollywood. So, But apparently he's really the guy who's culpable because it was his responsibility to make sure that was uh, A, unloaded, or if it had anything, it was blanks in it. And that didn't happen. So no, he, not yeah, trying he to excuse no. what, what Baldwin did, but really that's the primary culpability. The armor, or I guess they call him on the, on the set. Armor. Uh, second, second quickie story. Hey, uh, the um, the weak 
uh, mayor out of New York is Mayor Adams. Adams, yeah. Uh, not a, not a bright fellow, but out of nowhere, <laughs> no, out really. of nowhere, he's he, he comes out and says, "Hey, you know, uh, those busloads of uh, immigrants have been coming up from Texas and Florida. That's yeah, awesome. that's not working out so well for our city." <laughs> not so good, I know. <laughs> so he actually had a rare. This is you know usually they are lockstep. Yeah. And they get their marching orders of what to say and do, obviously, all the big mayors. They, but out of nowhere, he says, you know what? Hey, Biden, you're pissing me off. You're costing the city as much as $4 billion a year wow. to feed and house just these new migrants yeah. over these, because they're being, they're being housed in yeah. these lovely hotels yeah. in Midtown. Yeah, it's only $4 billion a year because the hotel room costs $1,000 a night. I mean, that's the reason it's $4 billion a year. I mean, the, 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 the way these idiots calculate things, I mean, Bragg and Adams, you might as well Tweedledee and Tweedledum between these yeah. two guys, right? I mean, they're probably hanging out at some low-level bar in the Lower East Side. They just cannot, for the, they are idiots. They're just complete just... <laughs> libtard idiots. They, have, they couldn't, they can't even run their own household. They're trying to run out. Oh. But just the, the just the, the the odd chance that he actually went up there and complained about the president was the shocking part of that story. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, next next one. Hey, out here in L.A., you know, we got these uh, this LAUSD. You basically dooming your child to a, a secondary life if you send your child through this school system. Right. Um, and oh, for generations, oh, these poor teachers, they work hard, they're underpaid. What nonsense! Guess what the new contract calls for, uh, Frank, for them. Know. An annual salary. And by the way, teachers do not teach 12 months a year. Yeah. It's about nine months a year. Yeah. $106,000 a year wow. with pensions for life. Benefits. Full bennies, yeah. Full bennies. Full bennies. Uh, the educational systems in every blue city in this country now are a disaster. Yeah. We, it has to be a top, top, top issue for us uh, if, if and when we regain power to yeah. break up all these, these public sector educational uh, unions they're 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 uh, such they have such power they we don't even they don't even try to push back on that oh you want 106 grand a year on average okay <laughs> i know it's no, it's disgusting it's disgusting dave we've talked a lot about this i mean if you have children please do not put them in public school no. or if you're going to make sure you're in a district that's you know rock solid LAUSD, la unified i mean that's basically it's a housing it's a housing it's a housing uh, crisis, not a housing crisis. It's a housing setup for illegals, right? Yeah. And there's metal detectors get into every one of those schools. There's 700,000 kids in there. 10% of the population is white. I mean, it's just, I mean, it, it, it's, yeah. it's a joke. It's a, it's a total joke. And as far as the numbers go, in terms of the teachers and the rest of it, that's, you know, if, if we collectively let folks like this get away with this, I was just reading today, public sector union up in Canada, 100,000 people are on strike. Uh, these are just federal civil service workers. Dave, guess what kind of an increase they're asking for? 15%. 15, one yeah. five. They want a 15% increase over three years. And why do they want that? Because of inflation. Well, because yeah. of the policies that they've created. So now they have to keep trying to keep up with the, with the demands because their wages are being eroded and the prices are going higher and staying higher. And so their, their purchasing power is down. So they want 15%. It's never going to happen. So they're on strike. Yeah, and it's funny because they, they, of course, are working for the government that's causing the inflation. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a vicious, ugly circle exactly. that they're making up there. Exactly. Um, hey, uh, good on you for not drinking that Bud Light stuff. Here, here's uh, my first question. I, so we all know that the, it, they've lost $6 billion in, in market cap for the last few months. Yeah. This disastrous tranny uh, marketing campaign. Here's my first question. I got two. First question. Yeah. I've been boycotting Bud my entire life. It's a terrible beer. It's just terrible. Exactly. The only thing that's good about it, well, not good, but unfortunately, they've gotten so big, Anheuser-Busch, which is actually owned by a European company. I forget the name of it. it. 
Um, they do. They've bought some very well-known brands that I do like. I believe it's um, uh, Stella Artois, which yes. is great. Stella's, That's and then I think Beck's, yeah. which I which I like. But uh, but it's working. Um, continue to not buy that beer, and they actually have um, gotten rid of that woke. Um, spoiled, oh, yeah, rotten a marketing lady. Yeah, she's gone. Yeah, she's taking a leave of absence. She's taking a leave of absence. Dave, can I translate that for you? She's fired. <laughs> but, you <laughs> know who needs to be fired, though? She she didn't just magically get that job. The two the people, the HR people, the executives that gave her this role, yeah. Yeah. making probably two, three hundred grand a year, yeah. and this was just last year, they have to be removed. Can I just, let me just, I just want to name her. I want to kind of make her famous. Go ahead, go ahead. Woke Bud Light VP of Marketing, Alyssa Heinerschfeld. Oof. Yeah, can you, can you believe that? It's not like Smith. It's Heinerschfeld. She's taken a leave of absence, as I said, fired. Um, and her boss has also been replaced as global head of marketing. Oh, good, good. It looks like the CEO is under a lot of pressure to step down. But, Dave, you said it perfectly right off the top. And just for our folks at home, everybody knows this. Let me give you two reasons. The, the beer sucks, and they, and they use tranny to promote the beer. That's two reasons why you shouldn't be drinking this beer. Very simple. <laughs> That's it. And to sum it up. Um, hey, here's another one of these wacky conspiracy theories that me and you talk about that, that we're just being, you know, oh, you guys are out of your mind thinking about that. So we, we know that the globalists, the WEFs of the world, the Davos crowd is, is of course, uh, <laughs> wants to increase the number of third world, uh, underskilled, non-skilled workers into first world nations, including us in Western Europe. Right. And, and so, Dave, what are you talking about? This is just, we need to help these people. So now here's a great article, dude. <laughs> Obama, Bush, and Clinton have started an NGO to fly migrants into the U.S. No, dude, it's kidding. out in the open now. No way. They've actually got, they're actually pulling the resources. Yeah. It's like, don't even bother trying to, to hike through, you know, uh, through uh, into Texas. We're going to put you on a lovely plane. No. Now you t what state do you want to go to, Mr. Gonzalez? Do you want to yeah. go to Nebraska? Yeah. Do you want to go to Tennessee? Yeah, Come on, we're going to fly you there yeah. free of yeah. charge. Yeah, you want a window? You want an aisle? Uh, you I, wanna, your, yeah, you want you peanuts with that drink there, buddy? Order your food ahead of time for your meal on the plane, uh, that kind of thing. Absolutely. Dave, do Oof. me a favor. Send me that article. I want to put it all over our social media for Rant and Rave. Um, but, yeah, as you said, the NGOs, the churches, this is happening kind of under the radar in Panama where they exist. And they're basically they're, – they're lining their pockets as we talk about. This is a big business. The federal government and, and Mayorkas, who's going to get impeached, they divert all this money to these NGOs. The NGOs do all the dirty work for the federal government, and they basically uh, do the ant operation and line them all the illegals up to go through Panama, the Darien Gap, up to the southern border of Mexico uh, and, uh, and into the United States. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's related to the whole fentanyl thing and the CCP and the manufacturing, all, all of it. It's all tied together. I just love how it's just all it. out in the open now saying, saying what their, their game plan is. There's no reason to hide it anymore. Um, okay, everybody, thank you for that. So now we're on to our big stories. Da, 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 da. <laughs> those, were, those, were just the those were the appetizers, Dave. It's the, the appetizers. good way to put it, Frank. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Just to, the, just, to get, just to get you in the mood. <laughs> um, hey, the, the expression for everyone to use, this has been around for quite a few years now, green is the new red. Basically saying how the globalists are using the green uh, push, whatever you want to call it, the green energy push, to yeah. push their leftist communist red uh, uh, viewpoints or, right. or legislation, way yeah. of life uh, on us. Yeah. And of course, if you disagree with any of this, you uh, hate the world. You, right. you are just a scumbag. You want to destroy the planet, yada, yada. So we know how that game plan goes. But now it's affecting us on a very real basis. It's no longer 
a theory or it's something that the other guy has to think about. So here, here's, here's what I got for you, buddy. Yeah, man. Uh, here we go. The Defense Department has warned that Biden's green energy plans are threatening national security. So basically, when you are creating uh, either if it's a, 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 you know, in the Navy or you're, you know, the Air Force with the planes, right. so on and so forth, all of a sudden we do not have, uh, well, of course, it has to get a certain amount of, uh, you know, uh, miles per gallon. I have that, they have other terms in the military, yeah. Yeah. but they're trying to green up everything related to the military. And forget all the woke nonsense about the personnel and all. That's even aside, but just the actual... Uh, the vehicle, I mean, we, okay, you're going you're gonna to tell me that tanks are going to have to start being electric. No. Seriously. This is, their, this is their push now. I mean, we're already giving away all of our ammunition to Ukraine. Yeah. But now uh, we're talking massive, whether it's, it's the wind lease program tied into the Department of Interior. It's highly problematic because we're not going to have enough energy to forget about you know, the citizens, the military needs a massive amount of it to, to work their equipment. And all of a sudden, uh, that's going to that's uh, well, in, me, we're in trouble. Yeah, no, let me tie it's a great point. Dave. Let me tie it to another retail story where they've now come out like in California and basically said no more uh, combustion engines for cars as of like in 10 years, basically 2020, sorry, 2035. So it's like mile year 2034, right. which kind of connects to your point. The, the whole thing here for folks to understand at home is this is all about control, whether it's solar panels and electricity in your, on your roof, whether it's the, the, the Teslas and the cars that you drive, whether it's the electricity trying to power tanks and stuff, which is a total joke because we don't have the kind of technology that can create the kind of power that is required to move ships and tanks and battle, battle equipment. We just don't, the technology doesn't exist to have that kind of on-demand power at the moment. So that's kind of just a stupid little silly joke, I think. But the point of all of this discussion, in my view, Dave, is that it's all about the socialist Marxist leadership here trying to gain control. Because once they have you on the grid, and once they power your house, and once they power your car, guess what? They can control the rates, when you drive, how you drive, what you drive, where you're going, they can track you. Right? So this is this has nothing to do with anything about the climate. People need to understand that. This has zero to do with the climate. It has everything to do with control. I totally agree with you 100%. Um, probably the most aggressively um, anti-American agency out there. You know, FBI ain't great <laughs> these days, but it's the EPA. Oh, yeah. And, of course, they get the marching orders from uh, the administrative state and, and so on, and Valerie Jarrett and Obama. They are out of control with their proposed emission standards. Yeah. And even this is amazing. This is they finally got a little bit of a pushback, which I'm really surprised about is the uh, the car companies are finally saying, hey, enough's enough. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're they're already, uh, you know, Ford's already building a ridiculous uh, battery plant, I think, with, Ch with China tied into it. Right, right. But the the cost to, to make these vehicles and what it takes to you know, to gather the resources. We've talked about it many, many times, yeah. these rare earth uh, elements. They're, yeah. they're, not, they're already running, running short of it. Dave, here's and, the thing. People need to understand this. This happens every single presidential election cycle for people running on the far left. They always say, they always make these giant, gi ginormous proclamations and pronouncements. We are going to be completely green energy by the yeah. year 20th. It's, Dave, it's, it's completely meaningless. And this is what I know you know this, but our audience needs to understand and people need to understand this. It has, these are not grounded in reality. These are not promises. All these are 
are statements to consolidate the left-wing voter base for them. That's all they are, because they're not practical. They can't work. So, and, and Gavin Newsom made the same pronouncements last, last time, sure, too. Maybe so we'll in over. every presidential election cycle, usually about 18 months ahead of time, 18 months to two years, you start hearing all these types of ramblings, and it's simply done to consolidate voter base. They want to have almost, forget about the regular cars, but even just light, uh, trucks. By 2032, they want to have two-thirds of all uh, light-duty vehicles be electrified. It's not going to happen. It's, again, David, it's oh, boy. These are these are not, let's move on. These are nonsensical points because they're just like, yeah. they, again, they're just, they're just political talking points. They're only aspirational to consolidate well, voters. I, I'm going to, I'm going to push back a little bit on you there, but because I, because I, I, they are, they are putting things into motion, which are affecting us on a, on a, well, that is you know, true, so, like the gas stoves and stuff. I mean, so that the, is, the gas stove and also yeah. the, all the blackouts, which is uh, because yeah. of their ridiculous Dave, uh, proposals. I think that's very racist of you to say that blackouts. <laughs> I think that's. I really. I don't want you to go in there on this show, Dave. So seriously, we should call it. You know, let's. I identify as whiteouts. Okay, whiteouts for me. I'm a his, her, he, she, they. Can okay? I? So don't 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 go black. What do I use for manhole cover? When uh, I have to uh, <laughs> pie hole cover, I don't know something like that. I don't know. I don't know something like that. I'm not sure. I'm not we're sure. Gonna, uh, we're going to lose a YouTube channel again. I'll, I'll give you one. I'll give you one last thing. Is the um, <clears throat> is that there is finally some wising, wising up, wisening up. Uh, that the just in the last five years, the belief in the uh, climate change is skepticism is growing. So it's gone from 61% down to 49% of people who believe that we, we're, this is a crisis, which is the word that you've been using. Right. Um, so despite the propaganda, despite this ridiculous push, people don't want to pay for it. It's like, yeah. if, you can, if you can make this happen, and I don't have to increase my budget a penny because yeah. people are already stretched as it is, but I'm, yeah. I'm glad that people are finally catching wind of this well, nonsense already. McCarthy's got to hold the line, dude, on the whole budget thing and the, and the, the debt ceiling and the rest of it. And Biden, White House has already come out and said, we're not negotiating anything. Like, that's just ridiculous posturing, right? I mean, absolutely stupid. So they're just obviously posturing. But, the, but I strongly believe we cannot increase the debt ceiling without contingent decreases in spending. There's, I just would not do it. I would, right. I would, I would, I won't go into default. I would pay our obligations on a on a bond basis. I, so I wouldn't put the country in default. But I would not increase the debt ceiling one penny, as Steve Bannon says, unless there is um, contemporaneous and contingent reductions in budget spending. So the key word this coming week then is hold the line. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. All right. right. So so far so good. Let's see if they if they uh, if they really do stick together on this. Um, our, uh, the next big story, um, and this is, we, I love that term, you know, bringing in the receipts, because we've been talking about this from, from day one, yeah. but now we're actually getting some evidence on this. So we, we know that before the 2020 election, um, 51 former intelligence officials said that the Hunter Biden laptop was, a, was all part of Russian disinformation, I meaning right. it was phony and it was all made up. And of course, we knew right away it was the real thing, yeah. because we actually saw an interview with, the, with that, that, uh, that computer technician guy who actually got them and was, uh, you know, was uh, right. talking about what, what he was seeing on this thing, because Hunter Biden was so stoned out of his mind that he forgot to pick up his laptop at the repair shop. We know all that. But now we finally, we, now we know, Secretary, the current Secretary of State Blinken, this guy's a real... Totally I don't have anything idiot. good to about, say he's about this guy. He's a total idiot. He's been, misman he's been, he's been yeah. completely like redheaded stepchild by the CCP and negotiators. He was like just marginalized in the debate room. He's, he's, he's a child. He's a child. He has, he has no clue what he's doing. Yeah, he, he did. That's the word. He just seems so clueless and so, so not together and just like bouncing off the wall. But anyway, he has now been uh, 
uh, as the main, the lead architect of putting together this debunked letter that they corralled uh, 51, uh, the, right. like I just said, 51 intel, intel, intel uh, and this is including some, some big time players, and we've talked about them before, but he, this was a big propaganda push. And then they were able to get Sleepy Joe up there in front of the cameras for that 2020 debate saying, hey, I've got the support of these 51 yada yada people who are saying it's all nonsense. And Donald Trump's going, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. And so now we know we've got the we got the receipts on it, that it was Blinken that was behind all this. Blinken was totally behind it, which, by the way, that's the reason why the, the Dems just announced there'll be no presidential debates for the 2024 cycle. Zero. They're not going to debate at, at all. They're not going to debate Trump because they know. Biden will fall on his face big time and tell complete lies, like you just said. So this is a critical story. So, so breaking this morning, Dave, representative from Wyoming, Harriet Hagelman, who beat the crap out of uh, Liz Cheney to get that seat. They've now issued a subpoena. Uh, not Sorry, not a subpoena, but they have now, they probably will, but they have asked uh, Blinken to appear before the weaponization subcommittee. Um, look, everything you laid out, there's, there's total receipts on this. It's absolute fact. He was basically given... A big-time promotion. He went from being running the Democratic National Committee and the party chairman to help get Biden elected by vote harvesting, and he pulled that 50 uh, intel letter together to basically uh, pull their way out of the Biden laptop story, the Hunter story. And what did he get as a result? He got promotion to Secretary of State. (laughs) That's how it works. No clue what he's doing. He has no No. experience in the international community. He's never he's never held a CEO position. Nothing. I mean, he's never managed anything. He has no idea about international affairs, um, but here he is. And now uh, this is the result. Yeah, we, we had talked about this even like a year ago. We want to get these 51 people uh, under oath. I don't know what you would call it, in front of, in front of a committee. Let everyone see it on TV. I don't think, obviously, there can't be any criminal charges, but can we at least take away their security clearances? Can we, can we at least maybe take away their pensions? Yes. Some so of all, these scumbags who, who, who yeah, you know. So all it takes is one executive order. So that's why Biden will never do it. But all of their clearances can be stripped tomorrow. That's an EO from the president. That can be done tomorrow, but it's not going to happen. All right. 2025, once Trump's back in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, good about Hagelman. That, I didn't know that. That's great. I, oh, that'll be, you know, that's going to be priceless. Yes, exactly. Um, and his his little co-conspirator in all this, Merrick Garland, who's just another, just a, a weak weasel. Oh, um, so we now know that he is the previously unidentified official right. who misled Congress about the Justice Department's probe into Hunter Biden. Exactly. Uh, so he was another bait and switch guy. Um, and this was all had been kind of kept under wraps. Um, and Merrick Garland is, um, even though he's a puppet, he's pulling a lot of strings himself, t- telling who in the IRS can, who to go after, who not to go after, and so on. Um, So he's testified, and he's, I would call it just straight out, he's lying. Yeah, no, look, I mean, uh, Garland, Blinken, and Mayorkas, they're the three-headed dragon. No, they're the three-headed satanic dragon, dude. Between the three of them, they are causing so much destruction for this country. I don't even know if it's going to be recoverable, even if uh, Trump gets in. I mean, there is so much damage being caused economically, geopolitically, on the border, fentanyl, 100,000 people dying a year. I mean, there is so much damage being done by these people. I don't know if it's undoable in just one term. It might take, mm. like, it could take 10 years. I agree, because the, the things that they've put into motion have, are so deep-rooted into our system now. 
And, and um, I agree. Yeah. The good news but is it, that a lot of them are, are um, regulatory. Uh, they're not a lot. Most of the, almost all of them, Dave, are not legal. In other words, they're not congressional. They're not law. So anything that is a regulatory action, like you mentioned the EPA earlier and so forth, uh, the FDA, right, all that stuff, any administrative action, regulatory action and the like can be completely rolled back on day one and it will be. Right. So 2025 can't get here fast enough. But in, in the meantime, we, can we at least embarrass these people and at least get the receipts on them, put them up there in front of TV, ask them again, point blank and yeah. uh, hold their feet to the fire, I guess is all we can hope for in the next 18 months or so. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, hey, I'm going to I want to end with one one yeah. one funny story, if we could. Yeah. Go ahead. So um, the whole uh, uh, men competing in women's sports thing has just gone off the rails. <laughs> yeah. And this one dude, this is fantastic. So out there in New Zealand, uh, yeah. this guy, he's probably like 50-ish. Um, his name is Dale Shepard. And he already holds like two dozen national records for competitive weightlifting. I mean, he's, okay. <laughs> this guy's tough as nails, right? So he, said, he says, F this. He's pissed off about oh, yeah. the whole <laughs> allowing uh, men to compete in women's sports. So as a, yeah. as a, to put this in their, fa- in their face and to yeah. bring attention to this nonsense. So now he is registered to compete as a woman in the Global Powerlifting New Zealand Day of the Deadlifts Competition. <laughs> To basically to protest the gender because you can know, gender self id any way you want it to be absolutely and, yeah. and so he i mean this guy he looks like a lumberjack a giant beard yeah. huge arms so he, this is coming up and of course he's going to win by a mile yeah. but he basically just wants to point out to the, the absurdity of it all so yeah. good for him hysterical no i saw that i saw that story dave great and i'll end with just one uh kind of uh interesting story we've covered this quite a bit on the show remember Catherine engelbright Catherine mm. engelbright remember that whole story and the uh, Connect software system and the Chinese CCP guy in Los Angeles who was indicted. You remember this story. We covered this on the show. Uh, So Connect is a software system that plugs into the Dominion systems. Uh, This L.A.-based Chinese national CCP guy was indicted. And Catherine Engelbright and uh, her partner John, I forget his last name now, they were thrown in solitary confinement for nine days for actually putting out solid evidence that they they showed. They showed the receipts that there was like monkeying around. And Dave, not just a few counties. Here's the here's the big story. We'll cover more on this next week. So here's a bit of a teaser for our audience. Not just a few county uh, uh, voter data was on servers in mainland China, Dave. All of it was. Mm. All of it. And this is now out there in the public domain. I'll push this out on our social uh, later today. But every single piece of voter data was on servers in mainland China. And guess what the DOJ did? They just dropped all the charges against Engelbright and so forth. They're, they're hmm. all gone now, just magically gone. Why? Because they know the truth. They're trying to keep this story very quiet, but they know the truth, and uh, we'll keep talking about it. So they're, quiet, they're quietly saying, hey, no, no harm, no foul. Uh, yeah, pardon we'll, us. Yeah, we'll let you go. No big deal. And just hoping, because <laughs> it's such a hard story, as we know, from like the work that Lindell is doing and so forth. It's a hard story to kind of get your arms around. By the way, all I can say is, go Mike Lindell, go my pillow. Uh, promo co- promo code rant and rave and by the way on the other side of the coin uh, bed bath and beyond yeah. for bankruptcy yesterday. I saw that so screw them <laughs> wonder if it had anything to do with them stopping to so- stopping selling the my pillow stuff did. of course it did <laughs> Dave great to see you this week really awesome to catch up folks folks thank you for checking us out and listening to our show we really appreciate it and don't forget you can check us out on all your favorite podcast platforms of choice we are out there everywhere Spotify Google Pandora. Apple iTunes, etc., and on all social media, we are at Rant and Rave seventeen seventy six on Getter, Gab, MeWe, Truth Social, and even Twitter. Dave, see you down the road on the right side.